Alright, so this morning I woke up with a just a revelation in my heart to share. Um, I'm really, I'm trying to really hold back my intentions from just wanting to express everything of how I feel about unity and these different subjects of the body and how to how to relate to people. Uh, as I've been really trying to guard my intentions and just remain obedient and let go, um, periodically I will get certain things like the last um, podcast and all the other ones, you know. Um, I feel like the beginning was my testimony, me recapping, re- remembering my journey. Um, shine a light on my experiences um, in the light of the word, you know, the word of truth, the revelation of the body, started getting a revelation of the body of Christ and the community of the kingdom of the age to come and um, learning how to relate, learning how to fellowship, how to coexist with the body and um, how to be patient with those who don't know yet um it was a journey, and then I kind of delved into the blueprint of the body, you know, the assembly, how each member supplies the knowledge of Christ to to one another, the knowledge of the faith, till we all have the full knowledge of the faith of Christ as our identity, to all mature in stature as sons and daughters. Um, and as I kind of like saw that chapter closing, it almost felt like another chapter on practical wisdom, um, relationally that was opening. Um, and that was like the shifting gears relationally, learning how to be patient and nurturing, how to let the father flow through you, how to exchange and fellowship with the body and how to uh, receive the Father through the body. Um, having that capacity to be able to shift gears, even if it's somebody that you're um, discipling or teaching, God will use them as quick as He can use you, you know? And to be able to have that capacity to, like, oh, God speaking, let me shut up. You know, um, that's something, that's a challenge, but it's something to look to, as a goal, to look forward to. Um, so I woke up this morning, and this, and, it, and I heard, um, guarding your heart through honor. And it was like, ooh-wee, and it was like, all coming, all unfolding, so... I pray that it unfolds. I pray that the Holy Spirit will unfold it um, as I'm just being obedient. Most people who are listening to this or who may listen to this um, are friends and family and understand <clears throat> understand my intentions, understand my way of communicating. So um, looking forward to you guys receiving this with me. Um, this is something I've been 
walking in and stumbling in at the same time. This is a goal, but yet challenge, you know. Um, it's challenging to guard your heart through honor. Like it's one thing to guard your heart. We all have done that negatively, cut everybody off, you know. It's another thing to guard your heart through honoring. I think that's a um, that's where it becomes safe. That's where relationships become a safe place because honor is uh, honor is our protective layer for our heart. The stronger we honor, the less hurt we can be. The less we honor, the more of a victim we are. You know, um, and honor doesn't mean based on the mindset that you approach in relationships. You know, if I have a relationship that's challenging, you know, um, it's not how they think that I'm honoring. It's who they are. Um, When I look at I work at at a plant, at an assembly plant, um, General Motors, and we when we honor our cars, we ain't like we're not worshiping our car. Like, we worship you, you know. We're we are acknowledging the value of the car. We understand the car in and out. We understand the motto of the car. The blueprint of the car so if there's a defect defect we don't blame the car we're not frustrated with the car you know there's nothing there in us to have an emotional frustration with the car we recognize okay we need to spend a little more time on this car let's take it outside and let's pick it apart and work on it um, because we understand what it's capable of if we take our time with it. We understand what it is. A GM car will never be a an airplane, you know. So if if we kind of correlate that with relationships, you know, humanity has been rediscovered by Christ know like or remodeled or just say if if GM now uh, owns Ford vehicles they own Ford every vehicle of Ford cannot be looked at as a Ford vehicle they're now GM you know um, it's the same thing like you know how the scriptures it's a a scripture that says um, in 2nd Corinthians chapter 5 Christ's love compels us. Therefore, we are convinced that one died for all. And that's Jesus. Jesus died for all men. And therefore, all men died. And he died for all men so that those who live should no longer live for themselves. So that they won't be able to... So that they would be able to live for him who died for them and was raised again. And it says, so from now on, we are to regard no one from a worldly point of view worldly is like 
according to Adam. Adam was created in this world. Adam was a living soul. Christ was a life-giving spirit. You know, so we don't know any man after the flesh. We don't know any man after their mindsets. Because if we look at a person according to the flesh, we don't see that they are a child of God. We only see that they are, you know, frustrating to what to our desires. You know, if we if we less desire from people and more so discern and delight in them, we will find ourselves um, discovering the quality of relationships. Or the quality or the essence of that person beyond their mindsets. And therefore we'll be able to to reach, respond to them properly, to um, <clears throat> endure and be patient. Um, and it's not easy. It's not easy feeling the emotions of frustration but yet holding on to truth. It's not easy. But just like lifting weights like there may be days where you you may be really confident and, and you're feeling strong and you lifting weights other days where you feel like you're weak and it's like oh man like I can't even lift this you know um we succeed and we fail but the more we keep going keep trying the stronger we get the more muscle we build this isn't about getting everything right it's about discovering through success and failure honor um, concerning all men a lens of of vision that sees Christ in the earth that sees Christ in humanity and having this scope of discernment based on design is what enables us to endure the false mindsets that occupy these vessels you know, um, I, I believe that is a very valuable truth um, to hold on to and to practice. Like I said, it, we don't, it's not, you don't get it overnight. Like, I, I know I still struggle um, with enduring expectations and frustrations for the sake of delight and discernment, delighting in that person and who they are in Christ, seeing them according to Christ, seeing God's intent and 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 discerning, you know, what's needed for me to serve them or for me to honor them, for me to receive from them, you know, or give or or not give or be patient and wait on God to to, you know, to to shape them, you know. So, um, another thing that I was wanted to say that was hitting me was um, enduring intent. Like when we were in the world and or you know, brought up by our parents or or our associates, schoolmates, you know, classmates, you know, um, entertainment. We're mostly related to the intent of man 
what that does is keeps us in a assumption that man's thoughts is man's design. So when we hear a person talking crazy, we tend to judge based on what occupies their mindset at the moment. But what that does is it, it, it causes us to know them after the flesh. Or it will cause us to assume the possibility of that same negative outflow or mindset to flow out of somebody else. So if somebody walks up to me when I'm a kid and smack me, the trauma from that will cause me to assume that it will happen the next time somebody else walks up to me, no matter how nice they are, you know, how all these different things. So the key is honor. You know, Jesus taught us, love your neighbors, do good to those who who, um, who curse you or bless those who curse you. Um, Pray for those who persecute you, who, who, who despitefully use you. And what he's trying to get us to see is that person has value. As you are engaging their value based on God's intent towards them, then you are discovering their value and enduring the lies that are on the surface of their ignorance, you know? Ignorantly, if they don't know who they are, they're going to manifest darkness. You know, and if we can see that according to our history, you know, to forgive is to honor. It's to honor based on someone's design. Forgiveness is not pardoning what they did. Forgiveness is discerning their design and understanding that they were subject to ignorance because they have not yet discovered truth about who they were, you know? And that gives us compassion and patience. Um, and it allows us to endure the weakness of, of our assumption, of our victimization. A lot of times we feel like a victim because we don't understand. We were taught this happened to me, or we taught ourselves that. You know, my daughter, bless her heart, <laughs> um, when I leave the house, she's been saying this sometimes, like, why you leave me? And I got to tell her, I, I didn't leave you. I went to work. I didn't leave you. Don't take it personal. You know, don't make it about you. Don't don't seek a victim mindset and and I tell her like hey when you went to school you didn't leave me you went to school you know so a lot of times we think things are happening to us and in the kingdom it's really happening for us no matter how innocent we were when it happened um we were here, born here to suffer darkness, suffer against darkness, because we were sent here to bring light to it. So at some point, we have to suffer against darkness in order to um, discover the strength to resist it. At some point, you have to feel some weight 
in order to push and develop muscles. We're not going to be the light without darkness. You know, so a lot of times we blame our history as if, not saying it's not, it, it wasn't supposed to happen, but regret rather than thanksgiving of what we learned in the midst of it. Um, me personally, I'm thankful for being rejected by people because it, it taught me in the end that I don't live for man's opinion. It taught me in the end how not to hold things against people. You know, like I used to get bullied everywhere I went just because I was a awkward person. <laughs> I mean, I was smiling all the time, sensitive, soft kid. You know, I didn't know how to be culturally relevant, so I, I found myself an oddball. And in in this world, in the kid world, oddballs are picked on. You know. And at the time, I hated myself. I, I, I didn't... Some people gravitate more towards judging others or hating others. I gravitated more towards there's something wrong with me. You know, and what that did was the darkness when shined in the light was there's something right with me that makes me different, that makes me edible, that makes me stand out. If I'd have never experienced that, I would have never um, embraced who I am in Christ, you know. So, seeing our history not from what happened to us, but what happened for us, um, helps us to not look back with pain. You know, understanding people's design based on honor. Um, I don't think we can honor we know the design of a thing you know Jesus came to reveal what this human body was capable of what its essence really was you know its purpose so when he came revealing that that should enable us to see oh that's what we are and that should eliminate every lie about us that should show us that everyone that's not living like that is still in darkness and it's not a judgment. It's just it, the light hasn't yet shined till its till its fullness, you know. So that gives us a grace to be patient. You know, when you see a, a seed in the ground, and you plant it in the ground, and you see it at a, at its very smallest form of growth, you're not judging it. When you understand its design as a tree serve the purpose of it because you understand the design so when we understand the design of humanity um, we begin to discover the wisdom to steward relationships based on honor honor discovers the pro proper wisdom to steward relationships you know like if I honor somebody and they acting crazy based on honor and love you know I'm going to seek out how to unlock them from their ignorance rather than why this person doing this to me what I can't stand them man why they why they always saying this about me why they I? you know yes we, we struggle with that 
um, I'm beginning to shift in this, you know, in a greater depth, like, to not assume a person based on their ignorance, their lack of understanding, but to assume Christ in man. Um, I'm really beginning to learn this, and it's it's really setting me free in, in a greater depth. It's really helping me to know truth in a more... Um, sustained and and peaceful and relational form you know <clears throat> so man there's so much man so much I, I pray that I didn't say too much um, it's a lot and I know sometimes when I'm like expressing myself it can be like like a machine gun because it feels like it but um if you receive this, you know, keep washing in it, keep letting it wash you, keep letting it encourage you. Um, that's what this is about, man. Um, everything I'm, I, I do on this podcast is to encourage and to uplift and to help connect us relationally to one another, to help us to not be afraid to step out of ourselves. Um, we are. <clears throat> We're supposed to know each other in dimensions. You know, like, for instance, like, I'm supposed to know my wife as a friend. You know, I'm supposed to know her as a sister. I'm supposed to know her as a partner in 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 serving the next generation, you know, parents. My wife, you know, a... A love mate, you know? And it's the same thing relating to humanity. Um, in truth, it, it's, it's many dimensions to explore. And although I, I believe the reason why we haven't explored it as a culture, you know, because we haven't been taught that relationships is currency. We've always thought that currency was money, was platforms, you know, what we did for each other, you know. But I believe we're coming out of that. We're in an age where people are beginning to share. People are beginning to see that platforms um, and classrooms don't solve the problem. But the living room is how we all discover unity. You know, um, that's kind of like a metaphor that I've been noticing um, consistently with me. It's like there are many classrooms, but not many living rooms. And if me as a dad just teach my kids and never provide an environment for us to exchange and share, we'll never that, that that child will never grow. Because there are many questions that needs to be answered, there are many frustrations that need to be settled, um, and until conversation happens, that won't be established. You know. So, oh man, I hope that I hope you're encouraged. Um, I'm trying to see if there's anything else. I don't think there's anything else. Um, thankful, man. I'm thankful for this opportunity to have a platform to share 
on something that I've been pursuing for the last seven years, um, relationships. And God has always made me this way, um, a relational person for his purposes. I didn't make me this way. It's just my design, you know. Um, and it's, it's to be a blessing to those who may have struggled with relationships. Um, <clears throat> I'm growing. We're growing. You know, we're none of us have it all together. But as we exchange the resources of knowledge and understanding and wisdom and counsel and revelation, we all mature together. We pull each other up on the mountain and closer and closer to the top um, till we all reach the unity of the faith in the knowledge of the sun, you know? So I believe one of the keys to this, to, to everything that I'm saying, even the last podcast, none of this can be attained through our human effort. It's through our knowledge of Christ. Like I said, like, because... We, I work at General Motors, our knowledge of the blueprint of the model of the car, our knowledge of the finished product, which is Christ, the finished work of humanity, our knowledge of this allows us to know what to do to the whatever part of the car that needs to be built. You know, our knowledge of Christ gives us blueprint, wisdom, counsel, everything to align all men to its proper design. And our knowledge of Christ fuels us with the discernment of what we really are as children of God. And, man, in having this mindset, this knowledge of Christ is what settles the frustration. It settles it, not maybe not immediately, but over time. You know, Jesus gives us a wisdom to walk in and then gives us a promise that, hey, if you keep my word, then you're going to know the truth and the truth is going to make you free. <clears throat> so it was, if you if you take this seed, that is the truth and you plant it and water it and be faithful over it, over it, just be consistent concerning that seed of truth. Stay honoring the seed in the ground, not the ground. Honoring the seed in the ground. You'll find yourself um, discovering the truth. You will know the truth and the truth will make you free. You know, so <sighs> bless you guys. I pray this blesses you. This is actually more than I thought I would share. And I'm thankful for that. I pray that this blesses you, whoever's listening, um, that you can dive into relationships, um, knowing that the more you honor, the more you pull out the truth. And having that mindset, you'll be able to treasure hunt, you know, in every relationship even enemies you know and that's what Christ did he went treasure hunting relationally he found a, a, a great woman in the woman at, at the well he found you know a, a man who can see in a blind man you know um, to 
live by faith is to see Christ and to serve the the unfolding of Christ through his his invisible resources of his spirit so God bless you